What other kinds of foods would be beneficial from an epigenetic point of view? Uh, well, it's more so what foods are probably best to stay away from from okay. a genetic point of view. And certainly with any cancer, you're trying to limit growth. So then you look at what foods stimulate growth pathways, metabolic pathways. And the first one that you should probably consider is dairy products. So dairy, I wouldn't say dairy is necessarily a cause of cancer per se, but it certainly is a stimulant to growth factors. Um, well, and you, to try to explain it to people, well, what is dairy for? It's milk for a baby, for a 60-pound cow to grow up to a, be a 1,200-pound cow. Um, we certainly don't want to be adding growth factors. And, and I show in videos different meta, the metabolic pathways to get them to understand that stimulates the KROS pathway, which is a growth pathway, to get them to understand the technical side of that. But um, uh, staying away from things that will stimulate growth of the cancer. So then we talk about from a dietary standpoint, cancer needs a fuel source. So whereas um, dairy is not necessarily a fuel source, it's a growth stimulator. But what is a fuel source of a cancer? It could be fed mainly directly through the pathway called glycolysis, which is how we break down glucose. So sugar should probably be something that all cancer patients should refrain from. But there are certain people that their cancer is stimulated completely off glycolysis, or that's the main source of fuel, we could say. And then there's other people that their cancer currently is fueled off of amino acid, gobbling up amino acids, and that is a fuel source, lysine and methionine and, and uh, glutamine. So those people should limit animal products like meat, uh, that should be the main thing that they limit, not that they should be eating a bunch of carbohydrates, but um, they, they really have to limit uh, um, protein sources. And typically it's animal protein sources, what we found. Um, so it can vary. Some people really should be eating some animal proteins and some people should not be eating any animal proteins. Probably every cancer across the board should stay away from dairy. Every cancer across the board should stay away from glucose, sugar, sucrose, has really no nutritional value. But some people don't need to stay away from fruit uh, and vegetable juicing, which can be high in, high in glucose breakdown, but has all these other nutritional values. And if their cancer isn't fed directly through glycolysis, that's where juicing can be very beneficial for those people. So it does vary. Um, from person to person, not so much cancer to cancer, but person to person on the fuel source of that cancer. And you determine this through the DNA testing? You could get hints through the DNA testing, yes. Um, Dr. Gonzalez and uh, uh, Dr. Um, William Kelly did um, questionnaire testing, metabolic testing, they called it. Mm -hmm. um, we do kinesiology testing as well to help determine that. Um, uh, a person not having any access to any of those things could look at how they feel after they eat those things. Or if I juice, I, I don't feel as well when I'm juicing. Um, or if I don't eat some meat, I don't feel well at all. Those are some hints that you could gather for what is possibly, you know, causing your cancer growth. Certainly, 
if you have a tumor that's visible and palpable, you can tell sometimes when what you're eating is is adverse to the cancer. Uh, so there's different ways that you can tell what's what's currently feeding your cancer, uh, but you want to try to cut off that pathway as much as possible. 